Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. The Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast with Mark Pulo starts now. Power in the cartoon world. A podcast, and I was told that if I did your podcast, that I would, you know, advance to the next level. And we're podcasting and photographizing in front of the great. The worst gigs of their life are, are because of Mark <laughs> Anyone want a husband? Free, free to a home. Now it doesn't even have to be a good home. Just free to a home. Ladies and gentlemen, Andre the Giant would like to do his impression. Oh, Willie Nelson. Suck yourself dry! Alright. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. I am Mark Poulos. Currently driving home from Muncie, Indiana. I uh, have a show tonight out in St. Paul at the Armory. Um, the military, which will be nice. Uh, it's always nice to perform for our uh, troops, keeping us uh, safe and protected. Today on the podcast, I am going to chat Pokemon Go. If you are not playing the game, you are definitely in the minority. Um, it's fun, I'm not going to lie. It is a funny story how I started playing Pokemon Go because I didn't really know what the game was and I saw a bunch of stuff on the news and social media and stuff about it and I was like, my initial thoughts were, this is kind of stupid, like, how is this taking over everybody's lives, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I had a buddy of mine I was performing with in Minneapolis stay at my house. Um, He was from Vancouver And that was the middle of July. And he was balls deep in Pokemon Go at that point. And I didn't even understand the game. And he was just like so jazzed up about it and talking about shit that I didn't understand. Gyms and Pokestops and lure modules and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. You sound like a Russian right now. Um, So he went back home. We joked around about Pokemon Go while he was there and... And that was it. So I, I feel like it was the week after that. I was sitting with my wife. And another story came on the news. Because I guess they released some kind of very rare Pokemon in Central Park at some point. And they had a video of like 2,000 people like flooding into Central Park to try to catch this Pokemon or whatever. And I made some kind of joke. Like, this is insane. Like, who would waste their time doing this, and she said, uh, she goes, well, I downloaded the game, am I stupid, and I was like, I don't know if she said it like that, but she said I downloaded the game, and I was really surprised, because she doesn't really play any games on her phone, except for, like, Words with Friends, or, um, yeah, so, it caught me off guard, and I was like, you downloaded the game, and she was like, well, yeah, everybody's talking about it, I figure it's something I could just, you know, plop on every once in a while when I got nothing going on and and see what it's all about so in my head I'm like well if she's playing it 
I suppose I better download it and see what it's all about and then we could play it together and be a fun couple thing to do chat about it every once in a while whatever so I downloaded it had no idea what I was doing um it might surprise you to find out that uh I've never played any kind of Pokemon thing apparently this game is an extension of the card game that people play like because I remember my nephew was really into Pokemon a couple years ago and he would buy these cards and he'd have the special cards that were worth a lot more and and I feel like the game that you played with the cards was kind of like a Dungeons and Dragon Magic the Gathering type of thing where you got together with your friends. It was kind of like new marbles, you know? <laughs> People would get together with their sacks of marbles and go at it and then you would like win their marbles and go home and that's kind of I think the idea of it was you would sit down with your friends and you would play these special cards and if one card beat the other card then that guy got to keep your cards you know it's like a gayer version of street racing with pink slips anyways so based on that and based on the cartoons and the anime and the tv shows this uh this game platform that was set up mirroring the real world like Google Maps was made and you know Pokemon Go was created so I started playing it started learning all the ins and outs so I mean just a a very brief overview if you have not downloaded the game yet (coughs) and you haven't uh, played it at all um, when you download it you can sign up one of two ways you can sign up with your Google account, and they need you to sign up with your Google account because, like I said, they map your Google Maps, and that's kind of how the game works. And apparently, there was some kind of internet club called the Pokemon Trainer Club, and I'm assuming that's connected to the more wider Pokemon universe of getting together and um because now they're not only are like little kids getting together and playing pokemon with the cards like there's an international pokemon league where people get together and they sit across from each other and they play with their cards and they gather up cards and then they play other people and and for like money and shit which is crazy but it's it's happening So you can either sign up with a Google account or a trainer account, and obviously I had no idea what the shit a trainer account was, so I signed up with my Google and and downloaded the thing. So here's a a quick Easter egg. Um, If you haven't ever played Pokemon, um, there's a good chance that you've still heard the name Pikachu, which um, it's mostly marketing, you know? Pikachu is the most popular character, um, but as I came to find out in the game, not the strongest Pokemon. Uh, He's just kind of a little shit when it comes to these other Gigantor Pokemon. But if you're nostalgic and you know Pikachu and you're like, all you really know is like, I want to fucking catch a Pikachu. When you start the game, when you 
sign up, you download it, and you start the game. The game opens up with a, you know, you you actually make an avatar. You can change their clothes and their shoes and their hair. It's kind of like the uh, the Wii Me thing where you can make the Pokemon, uh, the the guy or girl kind of look like you, but it's all pretty standard body to like you can't make like a fat idiot on there like it's all the same kind of construct you can just kind of change their jacket and pants and backpack and hat and all that kind of stuff and it's just pretty much the same guy girl uh metrosexual hybrid so once you've created that and the game starts you basically look at a construct that looks like Google Maps, but there's no like street names and there's no landmarks. There's just you, your little avatar guy standing on the street, and he's got this like pulsating circle that blasts out from his center, and it just keeps kind of pulsating out and out. And that is your radius. So inside that radius is the only way that the game will register like where you like only a pokemon would show up either near your radius or inside your radius but the radius is important because that radius has to be um touching a pokestop or a gym for you to activate it and we'll get into that in a sec but once it starts and you see your little guy Um, immediately, like, three or four Pokemon will, like, explode around you. And if you want Pikachu, this is the first Easter egg, don't mess with any of those Pokemon. Walk, uh, like, a mile or half a mile from your location, and then look at the screen again, and there should be a Pikachu waiting to be caught. Like, it's a little Easter egg, like... And then that'll be the first one that you can catch. So, getting into the catch of the whole thing is when you start the game, you only get one kind of catching device. They call it a Pokeball. Um, And they're like the shittiest ones that you can have. But the good news is, at level one, all you're going to be catching are the shitty ones. Um, You're not going to be catching any of the kick-ass ones at this point. So, on the little map construct, you'll see, like, Pikachu or whoever just standing there. And if you tap on them, that will engage a battle with that Pokemon. So, when you touch your Pokeball, you'll see um, this kind of colored circle around the Pokemon get bigger and smaller and smaller and bigger. And it's either going to be green Uh, orange, dark orange, or red. And that colors indicate how easily you're going to be able to catch this Pokemon. So at this point, like with how shitty the Pokemons are and how shitty your balls are, um, once you touch it, it'll probably show up like green or yellow. And uh, so basically all you have to do is kind of swipe the ball forward and you'll throw it at the Pokemon. And if you hit it, then it'll get captured in the ball, but uh, sometimes, a lot of the time, actually, they don't stay in the ball. So it'll bong, it'll like shake 
and bong like three times. And if you get to the third bong, um, you'll pretty much have caught it. And then it'll show up in your index for catching that Pokemon. So at the very like minimal levels, the whole point of the game is that you just walk around and catch as many of these little fuckers as you can because what happens is when you catch one of them, you get candy for that Pokemon and you get Stardust. So candy is used to power the Pokemons up and evolve them, which uh, we'll get into in a second. But you want to catch as many as you can as fast as you can because this is going to help you level up in the game really fast. So just walk around, catch as many as you can, and if you're like, hey, I just ran out of fucking Pokeballs, I got, I got nothing. So that's what brings in the Pokestop. So a Pokestop, uh, apparently from what I've read online, months before they released the game, they had contacted people that were in the trainer club to kind of walk around their city and like take pictures of landmarks, send them in, and then they made those landmarks Pokestops. And what's surprising is a lot of them are churches, uh, graveyards, which is kind of creepy to kind of roll around a graveyard trying to load up on, uh, on balls and raspberries. But, you know, it's just kind of landmarks, places of interest, like little downtown areas anywhere. There'll be like a shit ton of Pokestops. And the way the Pokestop works is you have to get close enough to it that your, you know, pulsating radius activates it. And it'll kind of like go from a little cube into a circle and then you tap on it. And you, you should see, like, whatever the picture of the landmark is. And you just take your finger and you spin the Pokestop and a bunch of shit falls out of it. And a lot of it is shit, especially level one. A lot of the shit that comes out of it, you're not even going to know what it is or even need to use it. You'll get uh, revives and potions, you know, raspberries, uh, lure modules, all this kind of stuff. And you'll be like, what the fuck is all this? I just need Pokeballs, you know? So you have to keep going and finding as many as you can to get as many Pokeballs as you want. I mean, there is a shop in the game where you can go and just buy Pokeballs if you want. But, I mean, if you've got the time and the effort, there's so many Pokestops. Like, sometimes if you find, like, a little city hub, there'll be, like, 15 Pokestops there. And the nice part is that the Pokestop... Um, will regenerate in five minutes. So if you stood next to one for five minutes, you could just keep spinning it every five minutes and get more shit out of it. So, anywho, you want to load up on shit, you want to load up on Pokemon, don't even worry about the gyms at this point because you're not going to be able to do anything with a gym until you get to level five. But I'm going to give you a tip here on how to get to level 5 as quick as possible. So, there's a lot of people that think once you catch a Pokemon, you've caught it, and you shouldn't go and catch any more that are like 
that Pokemon that you caught. Like, if you catch a centipede or a piggly or a weedle, you're like, well, I got it. I don't need to catch any more of those things. And you could be, you couldn't be more wrong. You want to catch as many weedles, as many centipedes, and as many piglies as you possibly can. Because you want to store those up and you want to load up on as much candy as you possibly can. Because the way that you're going to level up in the game is evolutions. So every time you evolve a Pokemon, and evolving a Pokemon just means that you're going to use your candy to basically level it up to whatever the next level of that Pokemon is. Like a Weedle turns into a Coracon or some crazy weird fucking thing that's got tiny arms and then you can even evolve that into like this giant bee thing which actually can fight pretty good um the piggly's the same way like you can evolve that into a bigger bird and then you can evolve that into an even bigger bird who's like badass So what you want to do is you want to collect as many as you can. And, you you know, um, there's this thing. And hopefully you can find one at a Pokestop. But chances are the first time that you use a lucky egg, you're going to have to buy it from the shop, which is like 99 cents. So if if you're committed to leveling up really quick, you could spend the 99 cents and get the lucky egg or... You could just kind of do your own thing and and kind of work it up as fast as you can organically. But, you know, once you've stored up like 20 or or 50 evolutions, um, that's when you want to drop your lucky egg. Because what the lucky egg does is it doubles all of the points you're going to get for a half an hour. So, when you evolve a Pokemon, you get 500 points. And I think, like, level 1, I don't know how low it starts, but I think it's pretty low. I think if you get 1,000 points, you go to level 2, and then it's, like, 2,000 points, 3,000 points, 4,000. And you just keep, you know, it increases every level. And then when you get up to where I'm at, I'm at level 25, and I have to get 190,000 points to move to the next level. So it jumps up pretty quick. Um, So you want to collect as many evolutions as you possibly can, and then drop that lucky egg, and then just start evolving everything, you know, all of the evolutions. And then when you're finished, you know, you should level up like four or five times, and you'll get a ton of shit. You'll get some uh, egg incubators, lure modules, raspberries, um, all that kind of stuff. So, um, once you make that level up and you get to level five, then you can go into the gyms. So let's talk about a few of the other items. Most of the time too, when you go to the pokey stops, sometimes an egg will fall out of a pokey stop. And the first time that happened to me, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what am I supposed to do with an egg? Like, how do I crack it? Well, Uh, When the game starts, you're given one incubator, which is uh, this little glass chamber. So you go into the screen where the egg is, and you tap on it, and there'll be a button that says Start Incubation. You hit that button, 
you choose uh, the incubator and then the egg is in there. So you can get three different eggs. You can get a 2K, a 5K, and a 10K. And the K stands for kilometers. So depending on which egg you have, that's how far that you have to walk or Easter egg pretend to walk to hatch the egg. So you hatch it and then a fucking Pokemon comes out. And sometimes when you hatch an egg, you get even more candy than you would if you just caught it out walking around. Because I think it's a pretty standard thing that once you catch a Pokemon out in the world, no matter if it's like a tiny one or a huge one, you only get three pieces of candy. And some of these bigger Pokemon, to evolve them, you need like 50, 100, or even 400 pieces of candy to evolve them. Um, So hatching eggs is actually a really good way to catch a lot of Pokemon and get a lot of candy fast. And you'll notice, like, you'll start to get tons of eggs, because it almost seems like at any point in the game, I'll have nine eggs, and that's as many eggs as you can have. And it's always nine. Like, even after I hatch an egg, the next Pokestop I go to, it'll give me another egg. And I'll be like, all right, whatever. So, um, people have figured out hacks on how to hatch the eggs on their own. Some people put them on their fans, uh, their turntables. I heard one guy attached his phone to his dog's collar and had him just running in the backyard. Um, driving in the car works really good if you're in an area where you can go under 20 miles per hour like if you're in a neighborhood or something and you just kind of creep around like you'll hatch a 2k egg in like a half an hour so that's that's a good way to hatch those eggs and uh, you get more candy, bigger Pokemon some Pokemon that you probably hadn't even seen out in the out in the world will pop out of these eggs and you'll be like what the fuck is that so once you get to level five you are now able to enter and compete at the gyms and the gyms are more rare than a pokestop they're uh usually landmark places And you'll notice a gym because it'll be this giant spinning monument on your little construct map. And it's going to be either... Oh, I forgot to mention too. When you start the game, you have to choose red, blue, or yellow as your team. And you have to choose a color because that comes into play with the gyms. So when you see these giant spinning monuments on your little map construct, some of them you know, they'll be one of three colors. They'll be red, blue, or yellow. And depending on what team you're on, if you're a red and you see a red gym, um, you can't technically go and fight that gym and try to take it over because it's your gym. All you can do is go there and air quotes train with those Pokemon. And when you train with them, it raises the power level of the gym and you'll be able to add more and more red Pokemon to defend that gym and I think the max level of a gym is 10 so like 
the biggest gym you'll ever come across will be a gym that has 10 Pokemon uh, defending it. And unless you're like a level 30 with like a 3,000 Dragonite, you're not going to even get past the first guy, especially at level 5. Like, you might get all jazzed up that you can go and fight at the gyms at level 5, but you're not going to get anywhere, to tell you the truth. I mean, I don't think I, I made any leeway in any gyms until I was like level 20 maybe because that's about the time I hatched like one of the most powerful Pokemon and and even then like I still get annihilated at these gyms so basically what happens is if you go up to a gym that's your color and you tap on it there'll be uh, one or two emblems at the bottom of the screen there'll be an emblem that looks like a boxing mitt with uh, like a star on it. You push that and that will initiate uh, your training. So you choose a Pokemon and you basically fight the Pokemon that are at the gym. And, you know, if you do a good job, then you can raise the, uh, the prestige at the gym And then what happens when you raise it, the prestige enough, you will level it up to another level. And what that does is it opens up a spot at the gym. So if you're able to level it up and open a spot at the gym, another emblem will uh, appear on the left side of the bottom of the screen, which will basically... I guess it kind of looks like a backwards flag with a star on it. Um, If you press that, then you can choose one of your Pokemon to defend that gym. And if you're like, oh, what the hell? Why would I want to defend a gym? So what happens is if you defend a gym um, every 24 hours, I think it's like 21 hours, you can collect uh, coins and stardust for being a defender on that gym. And the coins are important because if you collect enough coins, you can buy other shit in the shop. You can buy uh, lure modules and raspberries and pokeballs and you can make more room in your backpack and your Pokemon storage computer or whatever the hell it is. Um, So, anyways that's what you want to do, but truthfully, leveling a gym up from, like, one level to the next, I, I haven't found a secret or anything about it, but it just seems like a really long grind, because I think if you beat, like, two or three of the Pokemon, the points will only go up, like, 60 or 70 points, and to go to the next level, you need to, like, raise it up like 2,000 points, so there must be people that just sit there like all day like raising up the uh, the prestige of a gym so they can add more um, Pokemon there to defend it. And that's what makes me <laughs> that's what makes me laugh the most about Pokemon. It just gives me a sense of pride and accomplishment and it's just kind of a silly thing for me, because when you come up against a gym that's a different color 
well, you can attack that gym and take it over for your team. And the way that works is, so you, you get close enough to the gym and it'll open up and you can touch it and you can go into it and then you can fight the Pokemon that are there. And the way the game is set up, no matter how many are defending that gym, you get to take your best six Pokemon into the fight. Or as I like to call it, your Sinister Six. And you fight the gym. And if you if you beat the gym enough, you'll knock the prestige down to zero. And you'll knock that team out of the gym and it'll turn gray. So even if you come across a gray gym... Uh, you know, out in the world, which is very rare at this point in the game to find a gym that's gray. If you found a gym that was gray, you could just tap on it, put one of your Pokemon there and overtake it. But once you blast everybody out of the gym, you can just put your guy there and now it's a red gym or a blue gym where it was a yellow gym or whatever. And it just makes me laugh because I'll drive through a lot of small towns sometimes and I'll get gas and stuff and I'll take a look at my construct and there'll be like a gym in this little small town. There'll be like two or three Pokestops and like a gym in a small town. So I don't know why it brings me so much joy to go and attack a gym in like these small towns, clean out all the Pokemon that are there and take it over for my team Because in my head, I'm just thinking, like, you know, there's probably, like, six or seven kids that play Pokemon in that town, and they're probably, like, all on the same team, and they probably spent, like, weeks, like, building up the prestige of this gym, and every, like, 21 hours, they're all collecting, like, 10 coins and 500 Stardust, like, jacked up, like, this is our gym, this is our town, and I just (laughs) zip in and just destroy everything that they've created. I don't know, it just makes me laugh. Because it's like, unless you have like seven days to sit there and boost a gym's prestige up to like level nine or ten, anybody can come in and just like clear your gym out. It takes like five minutes if you have big enough Pokemon. Um, I think one of the funniest things that happened for me early on when I started uh, being able to go into the gym battles, you know, I just kept getting slaughtered. I was taking in, like, the worst Pokemon. I had, like, three and four hundred Pokemon going up against, like, two thousand guys, and I just get annihilated every time. And I was just, like, having lunch somewhere, and I looked at my construct, and there was a gym across the street that I was within range of. And there was just, like, one Pokemon defending it. And it was kind of a shitty Pokemon. And I was like, wow, I think I can take down this gym. So I took my six guys, and I went and I fought this guy. And I beat the gym. And I was, like, so excited. It's, like, the first time that I'll be able to put my own guy in there. And so I beat the guy, and then the gym goes gray. And... I'm, like, tapping on it to try to put my own guy in there. And it keeps, like, saying an error message. And I was like, well, what the fuck? And then I look back, and it's, like, a completely different colored gym. And I go, wait a minute, what the fuck? And then I see this guy 
on his bicycle, like, I beat the gym, and, like, seconds later, he just took it from me, and I was so pissed off. I was like, God damn it! Uh, but that's the game. Like, you know, you can stand there, like, you'll know somebody's fighting a gym, because on your little construct, you can see the top of the gym where the Pokemons are spinning, showing you which ones are defending that gym. You, If somebody's battling that gym, you'll see, like, sparks and, like, and lightning bolts and stuff going off up there. So if you want to be a dick, you can just sit there and wait for them to clean the gym out. And in that, like, split second between them finishing the battle and the gym turning gray, you can just tap on it and take the gym from them. I mean, they'll probably come back and, like, you know, blow your Pokemon out of there, like, eight seconds later. But, you know, it is kind of a funny little deal that you can do there. Anyways, um, so a couple of the uh, other objects that you can get in the game. Raspberries. You get a bunch of raspberries, and at first I didn't know what they were for, but uh, apparently you can throw raspberries at the Pokemon like a Pokeball, and like they'll eat it and then they'll kind of calm down and you can catch them easier so that's all a raspberry is uh it took me fucking forever to figure out how to use a lure module so you might get incense and incense you can set off and it basically creates this little cloud around you that attracts the pokemon so like let's say you know, you're at the airport or your hotel and you're not near any place and you want to catch some Pokemon and you got an incense, you know, you set it off and it'll attract them to you and you can catch them. So the lure module is kind of the same idea, but it can only be used in conjunction with a Pokestop. So if you're within range of a Pokestop and you click on it, so you'll see the name of the Pokestop, the, the little... Uh, circle and emblem in the middle that you have to spin and this took me forever to figure out so right above that circle there's a tiny little oblong white spot that kind of looks like a Tylenol so if you tap on that you can insert your lure module and now that Pokestop becomes kind of like an attractant for the Pokemon so the only difference is when you launch incense you're the only one that has the ability to catch the pokemon if you set off a lure module anybody within that area will reap the benefits of that lure module so as you level up in the game you'll get um, items that are worth more like once you start battling in the gym battle um, you'll start using all the other items that you're getting from the Pokestop because if you battle a gym that's not your color and a guy gets, like, beat by another guy, you need to revive him with these, like, diamond things before you can give him potions to restore his full power. So in the beginning, you know, the revives are all exactly the same. No matter what level you're at, a revive is a revive is a revive. So you just give whoever a revive and they wake up and then you give them a bunch of potions and then his power gets restored so as the game progresses you'll get potions that are are more powerful than the other ones like let's say you had a 1900 
um, you know, Valperon or whatever, if he gets beat in battle and all you have are, like, regular potions, you're going to have to give him, like, 14 of them to get him back to full power. So then you get, like, super potion, then you get hyper potion, and then the last one you get max potion, which, uh, you know, no matter how big your guy is, he takes that and he gets fully restored. So, um, you got the lure module raspberries. There's a camera. I don't know who the fuck is taking pictures of Pokemon when they should be trying to catch them. Um, so also as you level up in the game, you get better Pokeballs. So you'll get, um, you'll have the regular ones, which work (coughs) relatively well until you get higher up in the game and bigger ones, they just bust right out of it. Then you'll get some great balls and then you'll get ultra balls. I read somewhere that at some point you get, um, max balls or something like that. Anyways, the great balls, they catch better than the regular, and the ultra balls catch better than the great, and I don't know if there's one above an ultra ball, but if there is, it's got to be, you know, obviously the strongest one that they have. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think that covers everything. Oh, a couple Easter eggs. Um, I didn't know this either, but, uh, when you catch an Eevee and you evolve it, it can evolve into three different uh, bigger Pokemons. It can turn into the water one, the fire one, or the electricity one, which I think are called uh, the Valparon, the Flameron, and the Joltron, or something like that. Anyways, I evolved like six Eevees, and they all came up as a Joltron, and I saw all these people with the Valparons and the, and the flame ones, and they're like at the top of the gyms and they're kicking ass. And I'm like, how do you get that? <clears throat> well, you can rename all of your, uh, Pokemon if you want to, you can go in there and you can change their name from whatever the classic name is. And you can give it whatever name you want. Uh, my buddy of mine, he names all of his Pokemon, Jew something because he calls them the master race. I don't know. Just, I don't know why he finds it funny. Um, so the way that you get the different Pokemon is you just name it after the trainer, I guess, of that Pokemon in the cartoon. So if you want the Flameron, you have to name it Pyro. If you want the Valparon, you have to name it, uh, Rainy. And then if you want the Joltron, you name it Sparky. And then when you do the evolution, it'll turn into that uh, Pokemon. So, new addition to the game, uh, I think it was last week, uh, the buddy system. So this is a new thing where you can walk one of your Pokemon and you get one piece of candy when you complete a full walk. And like the smaller ones, you only have to go one kilometer, the bigger ones, you have to walk them five kilometers, no matter what, at the end of it, you get one piece of candy, and people are like, well, fuck that, but, you know, it works with the, uh, the Magikarp or whatever, because the Magikarp, after you get the 400 pieces of candy, will turn into that big motherfucker, the Gargantios or whatever, and he's like, I guess, the big cheese in the game next to the Dragonite, 
Um, there's a Charon and a Val, the Valperon. Those are all like the big motherfuckers. Um, so if you get enough candy and you can evolve a Magikarp into one of these Gardonzies or whatever the hell it is, um, you know, you, you'll be in a pretty good shape to take down the gyms. Anyways, it seems like they add new stuff every week and, you know, I don't know how long I'll keep up with it. Um, it's, you know, it's just something to pass the time. It's kind of fun. You know, each city, they have their own Pokestops and there's, you know, so many, uh, Pokemon to try to catch and, you know, it's fun to do the gym battles. It's like playing a video game, um, live in a city and stuff and, Anyways, I just think it's cool. Um, if this podcast completely bored you to, to no end, I understand it. Um, but I think some people would be interested to know how the whole thing works and some of the inside, you know, Easter eggs on how to get stuff done quicker. But maybe they're like, this guy's, you know, it's a fact. Maybe not that word because that's a bad word, but queer guy or gay man, because I play Pokemon, but, you know, whatever. It's a fun game, you know, people play fantasy football, people play Angry Birds, you know. I'm telling you, man, if you haven't downloaded the app, start playing, and and, uh, and I'm sure you'll have a blast with it, as I am. Uh, this week, got some fun gigs coming up. Um, Thursday, I will be at, uh, the Hollywood Gaming place in, uh, Youngstown, Ohio. If you live in that area, come out and see me do comedy on Thursday night. Uh, Saturday, I will be at the, uh, University of Central Missouri doing a college gig. I'm pretty jazzed about that. Uh, next week, I'll be up, uh, doing a one-nighter in the UP and then a show down at a bowling alley in Fond du Lac, because uh, that's how I roll. I go from uh, casinos and colleges to pizza places and bowling alleys, because I am the man. Check out largedrunkman.com for my upcoming dates. Uh, check out Podbean and iTunes and Stitcher for this podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel to get uh, road hacks and other fun videos that I post up there. And, uh, yeah, so tune in next time when we talk about who knows.